Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I'm wicked excited to be here with you today. And before we dive into this week's episode, if you're somebody who watches the show rather than just listens to the show, you might notice that my background looks a little different now. And that is because, sadly, I'm going to try to keep it together as I share this news. Uh, Sadly, my little bunny, Binky Buttons, who has been a part of my life, one of my furry kids for almost nine years, um, has, has passed away. She's no longer physically here with us. So I've changed around the room. It looks a little different. Uh, the energy of the room feels a little different, not having my little, um, my little furry kid with me, uh, up here as I record. Sometimes you guys would see her kind of hopping around behind me. And so I have a little bit of a tender hat still, you know, uh, we've lost three of our furry kids in the last six months. So my hat's a little sad and uh, I'm still doing my best to show up and share with you guys and be so grateful for all the love that I got to share with her uh, and what an amazing little brilliant being and soul she was. So um, just wanted to give you guys that um, update because I share with you guys, especially my loyal listeners who have been with me for a wicked long time. So for all of you who sent a note, um, you know, online, social media, texted me, all this stuff, just thank you so much for your kind and sweet support. Uh, it means a lot to me. And I'm sure the little bunny queen would love to know that everybody was talking about her. And uh, it made my heart happy to know how much joy she brought to everybody. Okay, so let's um, let's dive into this episode. I'm calling this one word of mouth. Word of mouth also called viva voce, which literally means orally, orally with your mouth rather than written. Uh, and it is the passing of information. Word of mouth is the passing of information from person to person using oral communication. Now, of course, storytelling, which you guys all know I love, storytelling is a form of word of mouth communication where one person tells a story about either a real or made up event to somebody else. Friggin' love storytelling so much. Uh, And as a yoga teacher, longtime yoga student and a wicked longtime uh, yoga teacher, it has been said Uh, And through my training and just learning over the years that back in the day, uh, the wisdom of yoga was passed down generationally and orally. It wasn't even written down for many, many, many years. Uh, The wisdom was passed down orally. And we also know that back in the days through various clans and tribes and cultures that the storyteller, the one who held the history of the clan, of the group, of the community, were considered the most powerful ones. So we know the power of the, the, the word. I, I can just speak for myself. I know the power of the word. And we're going to come back to that. And there's a reason why I want to talk about word of mouth today in particular. And we'll get to that as well. But just I'm going to share a couple of more, uh, what do I want to call them, definitions or the ways that people talk about them. So word of mouth, the process of telling people you know about a particular product or service, usually because you think it is good and you want them to try it. You want to encourage them to give it a shot or give it a listen or go see the thing or taste the food at the restaurant or whatever. Uh, It's usually done by people talking about something or telling other people something through word of mouth. So for example, 
as a yoga studio owner back when I had a brick and mortar space for 10 years, I didn't really do hardly any advertising. My business, personally, my business has grown always almost exclusively through word of mouth. There have been a few times when I don't think I've ever run. That's not true. One time, I think in all the years I've been in business, I've run a Facebook ads um, for one of my events, one of my retreats. I think I tried them. I personally didn't find them that super effective. I'm not saying they aren't effective for other people. I'm just saying for me. And then another time before that, when I was hosting Marion Williamson, so my friend Marion Williamson back in 2016, uh, she was coming uh, in, she was coming to New Hampshire and I had a wicked short notice, like a three week notice of setting up an event. I was like, all right, we're, uh, you know, I'm going to have this event. And I hosted her at the Capitol Center for the Arts in Concord, New Hampshire. And I had like three weeks I had three weeks to let people know. It went from literally idea to let's make this thing happen. And I somehow through uh, like word of mouth, posting on social media, asking friends to tell their friends, um, we got like 700 people to come, which was pretty impressive. So I know the power of using your big old mouth to share and to pass on information. And why I want to talk about this is, is multifold, okay? It has to do with, um, so this past weekend, my sweetie, let's just start there. This past weekend, my sweetie, uh, my sweetie is in a couple of different bands. Okay. He's in a band that's been around forever called fortune, uh, in the new England area. And he's been in that band for a few years and they just had a big show at the blue ocean music hall in, uh, Salisbury, Salisbury, Massachusetts sold out show it was fantastic. That show got sold out because people told people, told people, told people. That's how it goes, right? He's also in another band called the Dark Desert Eagles, which is an incredible Eagles tribute band. If you have not seen the Dark Desert Eagles, I'm telling you right now, people literally will see that show 14 times. They're like, they sound even better than the Eagles. It's incredible. And they have a show, uh, a big show coming up this summer in July at the Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom. This is not an advertisement for my sweetie's band. And he also does solo work, right? Solo uh, work where he plays by himself, et cetera, et cetera. But he was... Uh, had this show this past weekend and they had an opening band. They had an opening band and it was this a three piece of these young kids in their twenties and they were fantastic. In fact, I'm going to hold up their little sticker that I got. So I could just for this reason, I want to be able, my sister bought me the sticker, but I want to be able to do a shout out for them. And they're called river saying wild river saying wild. And I think they're out of Massachusetts. And these kids are fucking fantastic, man. And I get so excited to share about them. In fact, I'm going to do a shout out in a post on, um, on social media shortly here. Um, because I think it's wicked important that when you come across something that you love, whether it's a product, a person, a program, whatever, a restaurant, an experience, a movie, books, culture, you heard somebody speak, you listen to some music, whatever the thing is. I think it's important that we use word of mouth to spread the love because that's how I think of word of mouth. Now, of course, there are times when people also use word of mouth to say, hey, don't go to this place. Don't go to this person. It's bad news or they're full of shit or it's, it's, uh, they're a con artist or whatever. I mean, it can work both ways, but I personally prefer not to use the power of my words, you know, just for gossip and negativity and tearing people down. I love using the power of my words through word of mouth to build up 
to elevate, to spread a little love. So when I was at this gig and I was looking at these kids and they're like in their, like I said, they're in their twenties, they're, they're young kids, but they're, fucking, they're so talented. Their energy is fantastic. They sound great. And I just thought there's no way I'm not going to go back. And I even told one of the kids, I told the drummer, Harry, I said, I'm going to do a shout out for you on my podcast and let people know. If you don't know, again, River saying wild, go check them out. The kids are great. I plan on going to one of their shows because you guys, this is how we help each other especially those of us who are in the creative arts or are in uh, business or are entrepreneurs. The way that we support our friends and family members who do things like podcasts, who do things like coaching, who do things like small businesses, who do things like make music, create art, try to you know put themselves out there into the world to say, hey, I have an offering from my heart to yours. And my sweetie and I were talking about this at length. He said, you know, word of mouth is so important. And especially for, um, let, let's just use musicians for, for example. Back in the day, he was talking about the visceral feeling of when you would wait, like you would hear that a favorite one of your bands has a new album coming out. Remember albums? It used to go back in the day to get the 45s or the big albums, right? And you would just wait and you couldn't wait to get your hands on that sucker. And you couldn't wait to like pull it out and see the artwork and see the lyrics and replay and replay and re like keep lifting up the needle and putting it back and letting the album, right? The record player play again and again and again. And then you couldn't wait to tell your friends. So you could talk about, oh my God, track three, that song is my favorite song and whatever. And that's what radio stations would do. Radio stations, it's all word of mouth. They say, hey, they are orally like letting you know, hey, starting to, you know, uh, new album out today from whatever, right? <laughs> from Doctors and Eagles featuring blah, 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 right? And that's how the good word got spread is through oral communication. People traveling from town to town and saying, hey, did you hear about the great thing back there? Like whatever, this is the guy to get things done. And I often joke in, when I say people be like, uh, oh, I need to get such and such done. And I'll say, oh, I've got a guy. That right there is word of mouth, is referring somebody else to somebody else's service based on your own experience. So when it comes to music, my sweetie was saying, well, can you imagine back in the day if an album came out and nobody did anything about it? Like nobody spoke about it. Nobody talked about it. Nobody told other people, you have to go see this show. You have to get this cassette. You have to get this CD. You have to get this album. The way that artists have always really uh, made their money is by people collectively um, or individually loving them and then collectively gathering together. I mean, think about that. That's how concerts came to be, is that you would have all these individual fans who, that's why how fan clubs, you know, fan clubs, they would create like fan clubs because all the people who shared a love of a thing wanted to get together to talk about the thing. So word of mouth is a really incredible and powerful thing. And one of the things I wanted to point out of how powerful it is, is listen to this. So when we're talking about recommendations or let's even call it marketing or advertising, uh, for a lot of businesses, they get most of their business or their clients through word of mouth. Okay, so listen to this. Researchers have long known that people take word of mouth communications 
both electronic and in person more seriously than they do advertisements. Let's think about that for a second. When I think about the gazillions of dollars that are spent like on like Super Bowl ads and whatever, right? What they keep telling us though, what all the research keeps telling us repeatedly is there is nothing more potent than somebody using their personal word of mouth to refer somebody. Consumers say that word of mouth is a big influence in their purchases. Okay, I've known this forever. Study after study after study shows that consumers trust personal recommendations above all other sources of information in the buying process. Let me say that one more time, okay? Consumers trust personal recommendations above all other sources of information in the buying process. Real opinions from like-minded people beat out influences and um, and crafty sales things and like all that stuff. So when somebody's trying to peddle and hawk their wares, hawk their goods, sell you some shit, are you going to take their word for it? Or are you going to turn to a trusted friend who has already been through the process, has already been in the program, has already tried the meal, has already listened to the podcast or read the book or went to the place and had the massage or whatever? Are you going to trust them more than the person who's like, oh, no, trust me. It's wicked good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on in, right? Like I think about the people outside of, uh, what are those things called? Carnivals, right? The guy who would always have the top hat and the mustache and the cane. And he's like, step right up. Come on in. This is going to be the most amazing show. Like using all that suggestive language, right? Trying to convince you to like, come on in. For me, there's nothing more powerful than somebody that I know who I trust their word, their name, and their reputation saying to me because they've already done the heavy lifting. So it's basically like trust that is built upon a previous relationship that already exists and has been built on knowing each other, really knowing each other. And so there are some statistics that I came across from the American Marketing Association that said almost 75% of consumers say that word of mouth sharing plays a key part in their purchasing decisions. 83% of Americans say that they're more likely to make a purchase after receiving a recommendation from a friend or family matter. That comes from um, the Chatter Matters report. 83% of Americans, that's a big deal. And then from the, from the Nielsen Media Tech um, Trender report, it says about two thirds of audio and video streaming users said personal recommendations influenced what they streamed. So you're thinking about how many times have you seen people online say, I've run out of shows to watch. Hey, people, my people, tell me what you're watching right now. Make some recommendations, make some referrals. Hey, I want a new book. I don't want self-help. Give me some good fiction titles, right? And people just like, boom, 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 boom. You better bet your sweet ass, those people, especially if they trust you and that you know each other well, they're going to say, oh, well, if she likes it and she knows me and I knows what I would like, then I'm going to go buy that thing. And it's so powerful because what word, what, what makes word of mouth um, referrals or what makes, makes word of mouth so powerful is that key word. What makes it so powerful, what makes it so effective is the key word, it all boils down to trust. It all boils down to trust. So we tend to inherently trust people that we know, that we like, 
who we consider kind of like-minded, who we believe really see, know, and hear us because they'll probably make a pretty good recommendation. Now, keep in mind, of course, we all have preferences. So I might say, hey, you guys, this, this little band, River Sang Wild, they were fantastic. Like, I loved it. And it's subjective. I have my own preferences, like the things that I like. You might go listen to them and go, oh, yeah, I think they're pretty good or whatever. But at least you'll trust me enough, perhaps some of you, to go check them out, to give it a shot. I know they're playing in Laconia and in Manchester. So even though they're mass, they'll be up in this area quite a bit over the summer. So go to their website, Instagram, whatever, check it out, Facebook page, and, and you can see. But the thing is, is that when people hear a friend, okay, raving about an incredible product or a meal that they had or an experience or a service, other people, other quote unquote clients, consumers, customers, right? Potential customers for your business, they want, they, they go like, yeah, I'm going to go check that out because what they really want in their hearts of hearts is to also have the same experience. They hear about something amazing. They hear about something that lit somebody up. They, they hear about something that elevated their spirit, their energy, their mood, their well-being, their mental health, whatever the thing is. And they want to be able to have that same experience. And the thing is, is that when we're listening to what a business is promising us, if we don't already have an existing relationship with that business, it's hard to kind of trust what they're telling us. We're like, ah, what do they always say? Snake oil salesman, right? It's like that whole used car thing. Like, ah, oh, they're just going to sell me a lemon. How do I know that I can trust this? And so people tend to trust our friends and their personal stories and their personal experiences way more than the one hawking the wear. And that's why for me, like I said, my own business, when I made the switch from teaching yoga full-time to stepping into spiritual mentoring and to adding these other things, right? I'm a multifaceted person, right? I've been a yoga teacher. I used to do Thai yoga massage and teach others how to do Thai yoga massage. I'm a gateless writing instructor. I'm a spiritual mentor. I'm now a certified hypnotist, right? The way that I have a membership called The Nest, the way that my things that I'm creating and, and I'm writing a book, and hopefully when that book comes out, my people who have been listening to the podcast for years, the, anybody that I've worked with, my family, my friends, my clients, my yoga students, whatever, all the people, if I've touched their lives in any way over the years, my listeners here, when the time comes out, one of the greatest gifts that you could give me is to share about that thing, right? So let's, let's get down to this. Let, let's talk about this, um, about the power of share. And I want to bring it to social media. So I read this line that was saying that, um, and I just know through, I've known musicians my whole life. I come from a musician kind of family. I'm married to a musician. I've dated a bunch of musicians. I know a shit ton of musicians. Here's the one thing that I know about musicians. They're, they are often made or that they, they, you can make or break it based on word of mouth of other people letting people know about their music, their gigs, their concerts, their shows, their merchandise, their, their singles, their videos, like whatever is happening, um, word of mouth. And what social media does, social media, love it or hate it, has the power of word of mouth in both written, visual, and verbal form. It's an, it's a, it can be used, I would say it can be used in service to good. 
it can really be used in service to good. We've seen all the ways that social media can be used in service to bad, but let's not focus that. Let's not focus on that. Let's focus on how it can be in service to good. But when I think about how I like to use social media, you know, it's just like when I do the podcast, you guys have heard me say before, I love my episodes to either educate, enlighten, um, entertain, or elevate. I like it to do one of these four things, sometimes hopefully more than one thing at once. Okay. Uh, hopefully that's, that's, that's what I do. So it's the same thing with my social media. I love to share things that make me think differently. I love to share things about things that moved me, made me laugh, made me cry, made me realize something. I love to share things that um, maybe fucking like surprised me and maybe go, holy shit, I never looked at it that way before. That's also what I like to do with my content. I always, always say, I'm not here to tell you what to think. I just love to invite you into thinking for yourself to maybe present something from a different point of view or way that you haven't heard before. And one of the things I always say is that, you know, I reserve the right to change my mind because I could learn something between now and the next time I do a podcast that makes me a little smarter, hopefully. So I always say these things, you know, as a podcaster, you know, how do you think this show gets listened to is by somebody telling another person. And you guys, that's one of the greatest gifts. Let me just pause right here to say this. If you listen to this show and you feel like you get something from it, it adds value, it's helpful to you, it brightens your day, it whatever, it's helped you in some shape, way, or form. The greatest compliment that you can give me, besides obviously like writing to me and saying to me, I love the show and thank you for that, which I always am grateful for and appreciate. But the greatest thing you can do for me is share it with somebody. Tell somebody about it. Send somebody an episode. Tell them why you love the show because that's what word of mouth does. My, my desire to expand and grow this show so that I can help more people, so I can uh, invite more people into this space uh, where maybe, again, if you got some value from it and loved it, maybe they will too, especially if they're your friend or family member or whatever. Um, so that's one of the greatest things that you can do is to share it, which brings me back to the social media thing. Social media in a lot of ways have made us a little bit lazy communicators. So I was a communications major slash like uh, advertising, but I was a communications major at Boston University. And I'm, I've always been fascinated by how we communicate with one another. And one of the things, so my friend Andre Debuse III often says about smartphones, he says, oh yeah, smartphones, but they're actually, what they're doing is in so many ways, they're making us rude and stupid. They're making us rude and dumb. <laughs> so one of the things that I see is, you know, when you create a post uh, wherever it is, Instagram, whatever, but especially on Facebook. Facebook gives you all these options now. It used to just be a like button. Now there's like a like, a hot, a care, a wow, an anger, right? All these little emojis. So back in the day, right, when we like something or love something, we would tell people about it. We wouldn't just keep it to ourselves. Usually we were so excited to discover something. But now what happens is you see a beautiful picture, you read an incredible poem, you read a post about an important event or, or some charity or some cause or something that's going on in the world. And people think that they've done their part. It is social media, social being the key word there, right? So now we see something 
And we think like, oh, like, and I've done my job or, oh, hot. And I've done my job. Oh, care. That's so sad. Somebody died or something happened. I just hit the care button, done my job. Now, of course, I'm not saying, because you, you don't have time. You don't have time to share about everything. But for me, the most powerful button on social media is the share button. Not only as a human being, not only as a storyteller, not only as a spiritual mentor, but as, a, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, the most powerful thing that you can do for your loved ones, for your friends, for those who are trying to do their own thing in the world, creative, entrepreneurial, or otherwise, is to share their stuff. Share what moves you. Share what lights you up. Share what surprised you. Share the music that you heard that you loved. Share that video. Tell somebody, oh my God, I've been, like, for instance, I've been watching this show called Severance. I, for the, I am like, I, I am obsessed. I mean, the show, this season is now done. I'm like, thank you, thank you, baby Jesus, that they are doing a second season. I was so blown away. I was so blown away by the ingenuity, by it was it was such a it was such a radical and, and incredible and dark and funny show. I was like, I, I hadn't seen anything like it. And I became obsessed with it. And I said to my sweetie, oh my God, I can't wait to do a shout out about this show. Because that's one of the things, for whatever reason in this lifetime, I came through with a cheerleading chip installed in my head. I was actually a cheerleader in high school. And whenever people ask, they say, you were a cheerleader? I'm like, okay, let's be clear. We're not talking about like cheerleading, like, you know, like cheerleading, cheerleading, like in the cell, like, you know, with all the tumbling and the flips and the pyramids and the, the you uh, we're talking like Lawrence, Massachusetts, like cheerleading. Okay. <laughs> Just to put it in perspective, a uh, little bit different kind of thing, but I was a cheerleader and I did always tend to date or be around talented people, right? Like athletes, musicians, creatives, artists, like whatever. I'm drawn towards people who are really gifted, talented craftsmen. You know, they work at their crafts, like hard workers who are trying to expand on their creative genius, right? I'm just drawn to that. Obviously, look at who I married, okay? So I was always somebody who was cheerleading others, promoting what they were doing, going to their games, being in the stands, cheering them on. It's just something I love to do. Um, it's called being a balcony person. And we have a whole module in the nest where we talk about this, about bal your balcony people, uh, the people who see you and celebrate you and spread your joy. Uh, and in fact, Brene Brown talked about this the other day, the, the fantastic Brene Brown. Uh, if you guys don't know who she is, she's an author. She's a researcher. She's a wicked smarty pants. In her latest book called Atlas of the Hot, she um, also has an HBO special uh, talking about this book and talking about emotions and stuff like that. And something that she said recently, she was talking about um, something that she taught her children, which is, she says, you know, ever since my kids were really young, um, we taught them about the, how they have an inner light. They have this light. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, okay? So she kind of does this thing where she cups her hands. She cups her hands around like she was protecting a candle flame. And she says, you know, so you have this little light. You have this little flame within you. And what you want is you want to surround yourself with people or friends who see that light. 
And sometimes that light that you have is going to burn really, really, really bright, like very bright, wicked bright. Okay, that's me, not her. <laughs> wicked bright. And she says, you want people around you who see that light and say, oh my God, that is a brilliant light. That's a beautiful light. And she says that they celebrate your light. They take joy in your light. And they're the kind of people that want to protect that light. And she said, and then you also, right? Want, this is all like balcony people stuff for me. That's how I relate to it. You also want to be the kind of person who cheerleads or celebrates that light in other people that when you see it in your friends, and I would say, instead of getting jealous or feeling like there's not enough to go around, when you see your friends shining wicked bright, this is me talking, you celebrate that. You shout out about it. That's what being a balcony person is all about. And this is why I'm coming back to what I'm saying right now. Uh, this is really important to me. And it's something that um, I think I've talked about this a little bit before. I, I don't know, Jesus, we're on like 164 episodes. So somewhere in there, I know I've talked about this a little bit, but this is just one of those things that is straight from my hat. Like I take this, I take this topic very seriously. Not so serious that we can't have fun, but I think that we have the capacity through communication to build people up instead of tearing them down. And I was thinking about this because it was just Easter, right? And so much of the focus on Easter, uh, it begins with the crucifixion and then it ends with this, this idea of the resurrection, right? Of like rising from the dead. And I think through word of mouth, through the power of our words, we have the ability to either crucify people or to resurrect them, to lift them up, to build them up, and especially to cheerlead them back from the grave. You know what I'm saying? When somebody's had a really tough time and they don't believe in themselves and they've crucified themselves or they were going through a tough patch, your words, as they say, speak truth to power or speak, uh, speak into life. You could, I was thinking you can kind of revive people and bring them back from the dead. You know what I'm saying? Metaphorically, um, symbolically, through the power of your words. And I think it's really important that we understand the tools that are available to us and that we are fucking intentional with them. That we do more than the bare minimum if we're going to be out in the world because I see the world communicating more and more and more and more through devices. So if we're going to use these devices to communicate with each other, let's do our best to use our words in service to good, in service to love. So when you go and you have a cake, a vegan cake somewhere, I mean, as a vegan, other vegans, I know what's important to them. I've been vegan for 20 years now. We're always looking for good products. We're always looking for good recommendations and referrals to restaurants. We always want to hear about new um, non-leather, like, you know, like, like shoes and things like that. Because we also are not just supporting each other. We are supporting a greater cause. So I often will post things online about vegan stuff, like educating people beyond just a plant-based diet, but I'll talk about experiences that I had, places that I went to, like things that I tried and tested and soups that I made or food that I'm making because it's in service to a greater love. It's using the power of that social media to communicate in, in different ways. And, and it's, that's word of mouth. When I go online and say, hey, I just ate at this place and the food was incredible. Oh my God, I just watched that movie and it was fantastic. 
hey, you guys, my friend Major Jackson has a new poem coming out. In fact, Major Jackson does have a new, uh, I think he has a whole new book coming out. And one of the poems that I just read of his uh, was talking about his grandfather. And um, it's a powerful and impactful poem. I got to share that sucker too. So it's like, I constantly am having things in the back of my head that I'm like, I want to post about this. I want to let people know about this because this is one of the ways that I show love. People talk about the love languages and having words of affirmation. And we're often talking about how we want love shown to us. Like we want words of affirmation or we want whatever the other, you know, the other love languages. But for me, one of my love languages is giving words of affirmation, is letting other people know, I see you, I hear you, I celebrate you, you're not alone, you are loved, I love that you did. Even if people try something and it doesn't go exactly how they thought, it's like, man, I saw that effort, I saw that you really gave it your all. You know, you didn't come home with the gold, but man, did you fucking try, right? Like you put it all on the line and I celebrate that. And I don't think we do enough of that. And I think back to, you know, buckets, little uh, Buckminster biscuits, Bucky biscuits, buckaroo, um, one of my furry kids who passed away six months ago. And I always talked about how whenever I walked in the room, okay, he didn't have words, right? He couldn't speak it to me, but he could demonstrate to me his love for me. I said, it was like, I felt like I was getting an Academy Award every time I walked in the room just for being myself. He was always so happy for, for, to see me. And I swear, if he could have had a podcast or a little radio show, he would have been, he would have been talking about how awesome his mom was. Not so much because that I am that awesome. I mean, right. I mean, I was a really good mom to him. I loved, I loved the shit out of him so much. Um, but I just think about like, he was so expressive in his love. And I think this is the power that we have with each other. Use your words, talk to your people. If your people are still alive, you let them know, I see you, I celebrate you, I see your brilliance, I think you're fantastic, right? It's like, it's such a powerful, powerful, powerful thing to do. That share button, you guys, I'm gonna say it one more time. Please use it. Use it liberally, use it generously, let people know. And so again, I'm gonna say like, if you've ever been in one of my programs, The Nest, or you've worked with me one-to-one -one or whatever, this is one of the things. And here's a weird thing about my business, all right? Now that we're talking about it. One of the weird things about being a spiritual mentor is it's not like people, how do I say this? How do I wanna talk about this? I always say like what happens in the nest stays in the nest because it's a, it's a safe and sacred container. It is a safe environment. It is a community of people who are trying to do this work of really expanding their consciousness, right? They're doing forgiveness work. They're trying to grow as human beings. They're trying to deepen their relationship, their connection to their self, their true self to source, whether they call that God, something, whatever they call it, right? The divine the beloved, the universe, higher power, it doesn't matter what, highest self, doesn't matter what you call it. And then deepen their relationship to spirit. So I often jokingly say, it's not like, it's like almost like coming out of therapy. I'm not a therapist, but you know what I say? It'd be like, most people don't come out of therapy and then go immediately go on social media and be like, oh my God, just had the most transformational thing, you know, session with my therapist. Some things people like to keep private. So one of the challenges of doing the kind of work that I do right? Is that 
It's not like people are out there all the time doing word of mouth. That was one of the big things I had to get used to transitioning from yoga where everybody would talk about things, right? They'd be like, oh my God, just had the best class. KK, thank you so much. That was an incredible yoga class because there's no weirdness around going to yoga, right? In fact, it was everybody, especially when yoga blew up in the culture over the past 20 years, like so many people wanted, they couldn't wait to show you like sweaty after pick or like whatever, right? Sitting like mm, meditating, mm, whatever. And so, but one of the things that I kept hearing, and to this day, I still hear, in some ways, in parentheses, unfortunately, people will say to me, you are one of the best kept secrets ever. And I'll be like, but I don't want to be a best kept secret. I don't want to be. I want people to know about this work. Not because I need a pat on the head or an ego stroke. Like, let me be really clear. I understand that the ego loves that shit. I, love, I understand that the ego personality, some part of my ego personality, of course, you know, probably takes that in and goes like, oh, meh, 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 right? Kind of likes it. But when I tell you with all sincerity, when I'm talking about this, and it's not just me, I'm using me as the example because that's the, the best example that I know. Like that's the thing I'm most familiar with and personal with, okay? But one of the challenges that I had is like word of mouth. It's almost like, People say to me, you're the kind of name that gets passed around like quietly behind the scenes from person to person. And I just kind of love, I'm like, oh, so in the age of social media, right? So here's a little request that I have. If something I have ever shared with you on my podcast, when I used to do the Sunday spirituals, if you used to come to yoga with me, if you're an old client of mine, new client of mine, you're doing hypnotherapy, uh, spiritual hypno mentoring with me, whatever. One of the greatest gifts you could ever give me is to use that share button, to do a love shout out, to send a referral, make a recommendation, to use your word of mouth. Now, let's take the focus off of me for a second. Anybody in your life that has a business, somebody who's trying to grow something, right? Whether it's a photography business or they're opening a food truck or they just started a gym somewhere or they're offering something online like I do, like, right? Almost all my work is online except for my retreats and speaking events and stuff like that. You guys, one of the greatest gifts you can give the people you love is to acknowledge them, like acknowledge them verbally, whatever, say, hey, and then use your word of mouth power. Because this is one of the ways that we get to really love each other. This is one of the ways that we get to celebrate each other. So I'm going to keep doing my part. I'm going to keep sharing about all the different things that I discover and come across that I end up loving, that I get surprised by, that I'm moved by, that I think are fantastic. And I want you to join me in doing the same. Let's use social media to spread love, to spread kindness, to spread like all my, all my social media stories, right? Especially on Instagram. Uh, I almost never like make reels and do my own things, but I'm always sharing other people's content because it makes me happy. That's why I do it. It makes me happy. And I love having the power to point out like, check out this amazing, I always say hashtag helper right? Check out what this amazing person is doing or holy shit, did you see this thing? Oh my God, look at this old couple, right? Tears making me cry. This is the beauty of being able to connect because this is also the ways that we heal one another is we can send each other these little things that make us laugh or make us think differently or expand our consciousness or expand our mind. So yeah, this is kind of a weird episode, but I just felt really called to talk about it. 
And one of my friends was like, what is your podcast going to be? I'm like, you know, I'm going to talk about word of mouth and the power, why the share button is like such a powerful thing to do. So if you've ever shared any content of mine, if you've invited people to, if you're in the nest and you invited people into the nest or told people about your experience with me, if you've ever shared about my sweeties gigs or my sweeties bands or something that he's doing, just thank you so much from my hat, my sweetie's hat. I'll speak for him <laughs> in this one instance. Like we appreciate it so much. As creative people, you know, this is how we keep a roof over our head. You know, even this podcast, I always say this podcast costs me money to produce and put out into the world, but I do it for free and I want to offer it for free because it's important to me. Oh my God, this is little tiny sugar ant. I thought I was seeing things, you guys. I totally just thought I was going insane. I'm like, what is that? This tiny little sugar ant just kind of like walked across my screen. It looked like I had an ant on my forehead. That is the funniest shit all day. <clears throat> okay, and we're back. But just thank you so much for your kindness, your generosity of spreading the word. And um, it, it means so much. It means so much to, to those of us who are trying to write and create music and uh, express ourselves and share ourselves from the inside out with the rest of the world. You have no idea. It makes a huge difference. And when you realize like in your own life, think about the times when you were able to have a problem solved or you were um, able to go and have an incredible meal or you were able to go and have a, a, a fantastic experience where afterwards you felt better. You know how I say at the end of the show, leave yourself, the people, the place, the animals, the environment better than how you found it. Um, I think that's one of the things that we can do in this case when I talk about word of mouth is we can leave the world a little bit better than how we found it because we're sharing from a place of love about what we love in service to love in order to love others and just spread more of the good stuff, the good word. I would say spread the good word and spread the love. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, when somebody trusts you and you've developed that relationship and then you share and you say, hey, I saw this thing. I think you'd really dig it. I think you'd really like it. Uh, there's power in that. There's magic in that. And there's miracles in that because you can change somebody's life. You can change somebody's life by saying, hey, here's this podcast episode. I think this could really help you. Hey, there's this service, right? Or there's this vitamin, this product, like whatever it is, the people, the programs, the products, whatever it is the practices, right? You just never know the huge difference that you could make in somebody's life. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I celebrate you. Uh, thank you for uh, being a loyal listener and for staying with me. If you hear the sound of my voice right now, thank you for staying till the end. It means a lot to me. And wherever you go, like I said, if you love the show, please share it with somebody you love. Okay. Wherever you go, leave the people, the place, the animals, the environment better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. 
That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.